Hi, I'm Elder Shanina Walker, and thank you for joining me today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today on our Let's Wrap readings, we're going to be speaking to you on the subject of pleasing God. Today, our lesson is going to be coming from Hebrew, the 11th chapter, beginning at the 5th and the 6th verse, and it reads as such. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before he was translated, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let's wrap. Now in our study of the book of Hebrew, we found out that the author of the book is unknown. We also know that the purpose of the epistle was to reassure the Jewish Christians that their faith in Jesus as a Messiah was secure and legitimate. In addition, it also contained several warnings to the Jewish Christians, uh, urging them not to revert back to Judaism or the system of worship in which they were used to. And it was evident that these believers were weak in faith. When they should have been teaching others, they themselves still required teaching. The writer was also urging them to grow and not remain as babes in Christ. As we begin to look at that 11th chapter, beginning at the fifth verse, again, it read, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. So because of the faith of Enoch, we know that God translated him that he did not have to see death. He has such great faith in God that God allowed him to be translated. The Bible says before he was translated, he had this testimony that he pleased God. So we can see that Enoch was in a place. He was in such a place of pleasing God that God allowed him not to see death. Now we begin to look at these words and, and begin to go by word by word. We see that please mean to cause, to be happy, to be satisfied. In other words, Enoch made God happy Enoch satisfied God so much that he did not allow him to see death. The sixth verse go on to say, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. So when we look at the word faith, we know that faith means complete trust or confidence in someone or something. The word of God is telling us without complete trust in God, without complete confidence in God, it is impossible to please him. Now, when we begin to look at the word impossible, impossible means not able to occur, exist or be done. So what is this saying? It's saying that without us having faith in God, it is going to be impossible to please him. It's not going to be possible. It's not going to be able to occur. It's not going to be existing or able to be done. If we do not have faith, you can forget about pleasing God. The Bible tells us faith come by hearing hearing of the word of God. So we know that in order to increase our faith, we must hear the word of God in order for us to be able to get to that place in God where we can, can please him. So when we look at the six verse, six verses really giving us the key. It's letting us know that without faith, we can forget about it. It's impossible to please God. It goes on to say, for he that cometh to God, must believe that he is. We begin to look at the word believe. Believe means to accept something as true, 
feeling secure of the truth. So before we come to God, he said, he that cometh to God must believe that he is. We must first believe. We must first accept. We must first have feelings of security and truth that God is who we say he is. He's everything that we need him to be. He is. I believe the Bible said we must first believe that he is and left it at that because he wants us to fill in the blanks. If you notice in that verse, it says, we, he that cometh to God must believe that he is comma. So what are you saying, Elder Walker? What I'm saying is that before we can even come to God, because the Bible says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. But before we can even come to God, we must believe that he is. We must have belief that God is who he said he is. We must believe that he is El Shaddai. We must believe that he is creator God, sustainer of all life. We must believe that the words of God is what framed the worlds. We must believe that through his son, Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross through the blood of Jesus, that we might have the right to the tree of life. We must believe that it is in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. The Bible goes on to tell us that he that cometh to God must believe that he is. He is whatever you need him to be. I truly believe that the writer left it as that because he wants us to fill in the blank to know that God is whatever we need him to be. If you need him as a provider, know that he is your Jehovah Jireh. If you need him as a healer today, know that he is your Jehovah Rapha. Just know that God is more than enough. He's able to be whatever it is that we need him to be today. The Bible goes on to say that he that come to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So not only do we come to him and believe that he is, but also, and he is a rewarder. When we look at the word reward, reward means something given or received in return. So God is letting us know that we must first come to him. We come to him believing and also believing that he is a rewarder. In other words, come with the expectation that God is going to reward you for believing. In other words, there's a reward associated with you pleasing God, but not only with just you pleasing God for the Bible says he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. We begin to look at the word diligent. Diligent means consistent in effort to accomplish something attentive, persistent in doing anything. So in other words, we can't just come to God with our little petition and our little plan and think that God is just going to give us whatever it is we're asking for. First of all, the Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please him. So we got to first come to him in faith, believing that he is who he said he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I found that many times people want the reward without the rewarder. We want God to be a Santa Claus God. We want him to come as we need him or when we want him to come. We want to come to him with our little petition one time and, and we think one time ought to be good enough and he ought to move on our behalf. But the Bible tells us here in this sixth verse in, in Hebrew 11 chapter that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In other words, we have to come constantly. We have to come in effort to accomplish something attentively. We have to persist. We have to not just come one time, but we got to be persistent in this thing. He said, diligently come. That means I might have to come back again and again. That means I might have to turn down a plate or two. That means I might have to stay on my face all night long. We have to come diligently to God. He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Now we begin to look at the word seek. Seek means to attempt to find, desire to obtain or achieve. 
So we should be seeking God, not just the things of God, but we should be seeking God. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Once we find the rewarder, there's our reward attached to the rewarder, but we have to seek God. He want us to seek him, seek him with our whole heart. He said, with your whole heart, mind, soul, and body, should we go to him? Should we seek him? The Bible tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please him. That's number one. Number two, we must believe that he is. We must believe that he is who he said he is. And in the midst of our believing who he is, that he is who he said he is, we'll know that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So I want you to ask yourself the question today, am I pleasing God? Is my faith growing at the level that I'm pleasing God? Am I just a babe in Christ? Am I trying to teach others, but yet need to be taught myself? Or am I pleasing God? Let's apply. When I began to look back over this particular passage and I began to look over the scripture and what the writer was trying to say in this passage and, and how his uh, constant uh, word throughout this entire passage to me was pleasing God. And, and I remember all the years that I spent trying to please others and trying to please myself, trying to please everyone but God. Why is it that we spend so much time, so many years trying to please everybody? We'll try everything. We'll put our faith in everything. We'll put our confidence in people, put our confidence in man. We'll trust our, we trust everything. Even our parents, when I, we growing up, our parents say, oh, you, you should go to college. You should go to school, get a good education. You can be a lawyer. You can be a doctor. You might not even have that in your mind. That might not even be a desire or something that you want to be. But you will find yourself going to school, going to college four years, spending time um, taking a trade or education that you have no desire to even be in, wasting resources, time and money only to graduate and realize this is something that I don't even want to do. But we trust our parents and we decided that we're going to do what they said um, to do because why? Because we want to please them. We want to make them happy. I'm reminded of the many times I spent and the many years I spent even trying to please the opposite sex. I was willing to do just about anything that it took to let them know, to assure them how much I love them, to try to constantly trying to prove myself to them again and again, doing just about anything. There was no measure, no limit to what I would do uh, trying to prove my love only to find myself heartbroken again and again because I, why? Because I put my trust, because I put my belief in, in man instead of in God. I remember the years that I spent, Hey, trying to please myself, trying to please the flesh. I did just about anything and everything I thought it was that I needed to do that would fill that loneliness inside or that emptiness. It's true that God built us with an empty spot inside, but guess what? Only God can feel that. There's no amount of alcohol I could have drunk. There's no amount of drugs I could take. There's no amount of sex I can have. There's nothing in this world that we can do no, no amount of pleasure, no amount of uh, accumulating material things that's going to be able to fill that emptiness inside, but God. Many of you on the sound of my voice right now are, are just like I was out there trying to fill that loneliness, trying to uh, do whatever it takes, putting your faith in everything but God. But the Bible says that without faith, it's an impossible to please God. Why do we feel like that we can put our faith in everything and everybody we can put our trust in everything and everybody, but we can come to God without faith. We don't have to have faith. We don't have to uh, uh, have trust when it comes to God that we could just blindly do and say and, and think that God is just going to magically give us and do whatever it is that we need, uh, need him to do in our life. It doesn't work like that because the Bible tells us very clearly 
that without faith, it's impossible to please them. So just like we wanted to please our parents growing up, just like we wanted to please the opposite sex, just like we wanted to please ourselves, it's time to do self-inventory and ask ourselves, are we pleasing God? The Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. If you're the just, you should be living by faith. You should be walking by faith. For the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. Hebrew 11 and 1 summed it up. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So there are going to be things that we can't see. We have to begin to ask ourselves the question, if we can see it, are we will really walking in faith? The Bible tells us once again, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are you seeking God? Are you pleasing God? Are you walking by faith? Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for this day. God, we thank you for your teaching of your word. Lord, we thank you, God, for you said the just shall live by faith. God, we ask that you would help us, O oh Father, today, that our faith will be increased in you, Father. You said faith come by hearing, hearing of the word of God. Lord, we pray that you would give us a hunger and a thirst for your word like never before, that we might in, you might increase our faith in you, God. Lord, we just thank you, O oh God, for the seed that you have inside us. God, you say you gave every man a measure of faith. So God, we thank you for increasing that faith through your word in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just love you today, God. We thank you for strength, oh God. We thank you for a hunger and a thirst like never before. We thank you for restoring unto us the joy of your salvation, God. The joy for your word, oh God. God, we just love you today that we will walk by faith and not by sight, oh God. Help us, oh God, that we might keep our eyes on you, that we might trust you, oh God, that we might believe that you are who you say you are, God, that you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you. God, help us to seek you ever the more, God. Help us to turn, God, from everything that's not like you and seek you with our whole heart, God, that we might fall on our face, oh God, that we might cry out, God, what must we do, oh God, to be all that you have called us to be in these lasting evil days. God, we love you. We praise you. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, even now, oh God. We trust you with our whole heart, God. Continue to increase, God, us in your knowledge of your word, oh God. Give us revelation knowledge like never before, God, that we might be able to expound on your word. And Lord, we just love you and we praise you and we appreciate you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. As always, thank you for joining Yasha Young and sharing his anointing. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until next time, have a blessed day.